What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, New Vision family, this is Ben Curtis, one of the pastors here, and thanks so much for joining us for today's podcast. We're continuing in the book of Ephesians, and you know we're in this section now. Paul has spent the first three chapters telling us about what God has done for us through the gospel, and so a lot of theology, a lot of uh, important concepts, but then chapters four through six, he gets just really practical. And he's showing us this is how you're to live your life in light of all that God has done for us through Jesus. And so I'm going to read Ephesians 5 today, verses 15 through 21, and this is from the New International Version. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Paul has been writing to the church of Ephesus. He's been telling them that uh, believers, we should walk in humility. We should walk in unity. And so, again, the gospel shapes every aspect of our lives. We need to be separate from the world. We need to be distinct and unique. And so we need to walk in love and in light. And then here he adds one more thing in these verses that we need to be wise in how we walk, uh, how we walk out our faith, how we live this out. We need to live our lives with a different wisdom than what we see in the world. And so my big takeaway, the big idea from, from today's reading is, is that wise people, we're going to make the most of the time that we have here on earth. Verse 16, he says, make the most of every opportunity. And so God places significant moments in front of us. You know, I thought about the spies in the Old Testament in the book of Numbers uh, after God had called Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and made for himself a people and promised them a place, a land that they would dwell in and gave them the land. And, and if you remember, they sent spies out and the spies came back and gave a negative report. And so they did not follow God's will. They did not enter the land. They did not believe what God had said to them in spite of all the miraculous ways that God had worked. And so their unwise choices in that moment cost a whole generation to miss out on the blessing of God. If they had been wise and if they had believed God's word, uh, they would have taken that opportunity and and uh, history would have, would have been different, but they missed their opportunity. Paul says that if you're wise, if I'm wise, we're going to make the most of every single opportunity that God gives us. Some of the translations, the one that I, I was most familiar with growing up with says redeem the time. And that's kind of cool too, because here's the thing. There are important consequences. Uh, there are very important consequences in, in the moment as we uh, make decisions. So we need to walk wisely and uh, we need to walk according to faith. You can think about, I mean, God has given us strategic gears. He's given us seasons. He's given us days in our lives and and we're all busy, but, but there are moments that you really want to capture. You don't want to miss. You don't want to let those moments slip away. So don't, you know, don't be um, lazy in those times. 
thought about students. If you're uh, in high school or maybe you're you're in college, you, you know, you have strategic years ahead of you, and there are opportunities that you have for learning and relationships and growing. And if you miss out on some of those strategic times, you can't get those back. Um, I thought back to when I was in high school, I wasted so much time and and I can't get that back. I missed opportunities because I was not wise in that season of my life. And I didn't make the most uh, of those moments and leverage them for Christ the way I should have. But a wise person uh, will. A wise person is going to make the best use of the time because Paul says the days are evil. And so he's he's kind of warning us here. He's saying you, you can't just go with the flow because if you're not being wise and you just go with what everybody else is doing around you, it's going to take you in the wrong direction. It's going to lead you to make wrong choices and cause you to make decisions based on what you see instead of on what God says. So we need to know God's Word, and we need to surround ourselves with people who who love God's Word, who are, you know, they're trying to obey God's Word. And so we, we as we do that, as we surround ourselves with God's Word and God's people, that's how we acquire wisdom uh, in this life. And it takes effort. It takes it takes humility to, to just say and admit, you know, I really don't know how to live my life. I really don't know how to make these important decisions. And uh, so I need to make an effort. I need to be humble. I need to seek God's wisdom. I need to seek help from other people. Maybe you look back on your life and... Uh, like me, you know, I see a lot of moments where I just blew it. Uh, you, maybe you've blown some opportunities that you had. And, and you know, it's easy to look back on your life and, and feel crushed by that. But uh, if you know Jesus, let me just tell you, let me just remind you, this is why we needed a Savior. This is, we worship a God who is a God of grace, who doesn't reward us according to what we deserve, but rewards us according to His kindness, His love towards us in, in Christ Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, are there consequences for bad decisions? Sure. But our greatest need has already been met by God sending His Son to take on all the sinful and all the foolish decisions that you and I have made. And even though He knows everything about us, this is what's amazing, God still extended His grace to us. He still extended His mercy to us. One of my favorite verses, um, if you're thinking about your past and you're kind of feeling condemned by bad decisions and maybe not making the most of every opportunity, uh, Romans 8, 1 says, there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. So God can even take the things that we've done wrong um, and work them for good somehow in our lives. So, But to be wise here in the moment, here in this day, in this season, we need to make the most of every opportunity that he gives us. But then he tells us that we need to understand what the will of the Lord is. And so what is God's will? What is God's desire? What does God want in any given moment of me and of you? You know, you think, well, I wonder what God could be doing right now. What could he be up to? I wonder why I'm at this school, this particular school. Or I wonder why I'm on this job. Or I wonder what's happening today in this circumstance or that, that circumstance. I wonder how I should spend time with this person or how I should spend time with this person. What does God want in that situation? What is his desire? To be wise, we need to be asking those kinds of questions. What he wants in any given situation. And then we look to his word for guidance. Um, when Jesus was praying in the garden, he said what? He said, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. When he instructed his disciples how to pray, he said, pray this way. Your kingdom come, God. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
And then once we understand God's will in our situation, well, then we need his power. We need his ability to live out what he wants for us. And I think that's really what verse 18 is all about. He says, do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. God's Spirit comes to live in us the very moment that we put our faith in Jesus, the moment we become believers. And so whenever the Bible talks about us being filled with the Spirit, it's speaking about the energy, uh, the power of God in us. Uh, the Holy Spirit is a person, a He. Uh, so I didn't, don't want to make it sound like it's uh, He's an impersonal force, uh, but it, but He's talking about God's enabling power um, who helps us to do what we need to do. Acts chapter one verse eight says, "But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you." And so this, this personal being, the Spirit of God, comes to live in us. In Acts chapter 2, verse 4, the disciples in the upper room, uh, as they uh, received the Holy Spirit, they were filled with His power. And they went out and they preached. And as they did that, lives were changed. There were uh, miraculous results that, that took place. And so if we're to be the kind of people that God wants us to be, we need to make the most of every opportunity. We need to know what it is God wants us to do as we read and study His Word uh, in community with other believers. But we also need the Spirit of God to, to empower us to live that life that He wants us to live. When a person is filled with the Spirit, you, you start to see changes. So, so Paul gives us some examples of what a Spirit-filled life looks like. He says it's going to change your fellowship, uh, the way you relate to other people. When we're around each other, you know, it's easy for us, I think, to call attention to all the things, that, you know, the fearful things, the things that are happening in this world and, and just how bad things are, how bad the circumstances are. And, you know, I thought back, I've made other people probably stumble so many times because I was filled with fear or anxiety instead of being filled with the Spirit. But when we're filled with the Spirit, we, we, we act differently. We address one another with truth. So, so our fellowship, our relationship changes, but also uh, our worship changes. Uh, he says when, when we have the Holy Spirit, we're singing to God from our heart. We're not just mouthing words. We're not just singing along because of you know, a ritual or a tradition. Spirit-filled people just have this melody in their heart because they're, they're in communion with God as they sing to Him. Spirit-filled people are also filled with thankfulness. You know, when we have gratitude coming from our, our lips, from our mouth, especially when we're in difficult situations, that says something about us. It says we're filled with the Spirit. Uh, that's not normal. That's supernatural. It, it shows the world. It shows other believers our eyes are on God. But when we grumble, when we complain, that says, well, we're not in the Spirit. We, we, we don't have God's perspective. Maybe in that particular moment, we're walking in the flesh and our eyes are on this earth and on the circumstances of, of whatever it is we're facing. But uh, the final phrase that he, he talks about shows us that, that Spirit-filled people submit to one another, and, and this is going to continue on in the next verses, but we submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And so godly submission it considers others more important than ourselves, and it takes on the form of a servant. So today, as we close out, God wants you to consider how can I make better use of the opportunity that God has given me right now in this moment, in this season of, of my life? And I would just ask, would you just pray about that maybe today? Maybe he's spoken to you about some area of your life where you need to redeem the time. Maybe maybe it's your need for a Savior. Maybe you're seeing that for the first time, that you need Jesus, and you 
coming to understand what he has done for you at the cross. The Bible says now is the appointed time. Today is the day of salvation. So if you've been putting that off and you realize that that today is your opportunity, don't miss that. Uh, maybe God is challenging you to be filled with the Spirit. He, he calls you to be filled. He commands you to be filled. And Maybe he's pressing on your heart the need to, to get serious about studying the Bible and knowing God's wisdom. To live wisely, we have to make the most of every opportunity. We have to know God's desires for our time, and, and we have to be filled with the Spirit. And not only once, but again and again and again, we ask him to empower us and to fill us. So let me just pray over you as you uh, continue through your day, as you go out into the weekend. Let me just ask God to, to be with us. Father, we don't want to miss out on the grace that you're giving us to be wise, to redeem the time, and to bring glory to you and, and to be blessed by you. So we just pray that you would just help us, we pray, make the most of every opportunity, redeem the time. Help us to walk wisely uh, in the world that we live in, and we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we hope you'll have a great weekend. We'll join us for worship this weekend at one of our campuses, and then also next week, Monday, we'll be back for another podcast with Abby Wilson kicking us off. Have a great weekend. Thank you guys for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. As always, we hope that you heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk and reflect Christ in your everyday steps. To find out more information about New Vision, you can go to newvisionlife.com or follow us on Instagram at newvisionlife. Again, we're for you, we love you, and we look forward to seeing you back here on Monday.